Hey everybody, Anthony here. Just a quick announcement. Uh, I wrote a book. It's a collection of short stories, mostly science fiction, titled Anachronisms, an Experiment in Short Stories. It is my first self-published work, and it's available on Amazon. Easiest way to find it is to search Anthony Savasta, S-A-V, as in Victor, A-S-T-A, and it'll pop right up. All right, on to the show. Thanks. Angela and Anthony, maybe Linwood Boomer too. We love Brian Cranston, as I'm sure you do too. Angela and Anthony, sorry for the shitty twiddle. We love Brian Cranston, podcast in the middle. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Podcast in the Middle. I'm Angela. And I'm Anthony. Sorry about that delay. I was trying to like wiggle around a wire. That's okay. <laughs> How's it going? It's all right. I mean, we have a serious situation on our hands. Yeah, this is a. Uh, we this need to evacuate. Most, like, <laughs> it's such a sterile. Like the name of the episode is so sterile. Just evacuation. <laughs> evacuation. So, so, as matter of factly, but yeah, we uh we got to get out of here. Situation. So there is a situation. We're all in danger. Uh, Real quick, this is episode number 24 of season two. This is our 40th episode overall, so that's pretty cool. Woo-hoo. Getting close to 50. We're on the uh, we're on the road to episode 50. Pretty cool. Uh, originally aired May 13th, 2001. Uh, directed by Todd Holland and written by Gary Murphy and Neil Thompson, who also wrote Casino and the Grandparents. Oh, okay. So, thought that was worth noting. Um so yeah, it's uh, getting a little chilly in here. It's a little chilly, but you know what? I it, it's not very cold. I I think this cold open no? fell a little flat. You think so? Yeah, it wasn't. It just I it was just stupid. I felt like it was just a couple ways to fill in two minutes. Yeah, I kind of felt the same way too. But I was also kind of thinking like you know how many. It's gonna be hard to come up with them after a while. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, this one was really short. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't not funny, but it wasn't like overly funny. Uh, yeah, basically the boys just put a bunch of bricks in the washing machine so that Dewey could sit on top of it and ride on the ro- ride on the washing machine until he fell off. I like guess they were just testing to see how long he could last. Um, I am, as someone who has just purchased a washing machine a few months ago, I am appalled. They're expensive. Do not put Sounds bricks dangerous. in your washing machine. <laughs> bricks in your washing machine. <laughs> you think that works? Like you think that's just like a myth? Because I've only ever seen that on like TV I, and shit. Maybe like older models. I feel like ones that they make now are so much better made and can hold like heavier loads. Why would you put bricks For in your sure. washing machine? That's so stupid. It's crazy, yeah. But yeah, pretty lousy cold open. So. I would be pissed. What are you going to do? All right, let's get into it. Um, looks like the family's getting a new couch. Right, and they're not allowed to sit on it. <laughs> yeah, they can't touch it. Um, Hal asks Dewey if he wants to go to the dump to drop off the out, the old couch. Excuse me. Um, Malcolm's coming home from Stevie's, uh, and he gets grounded because he missed the new couch delivery. Uh, he was late, uh, and Lois is pissed, um, but he says that he was doing homework so he shouldn't be in trouble for that but lois tells him that you're not 
allowed to decide why you're late. You need to, you didn't even call her. Nothing. So she's pissed. And he was, yes, he was supposed to help with the couch delivery. Yeah. And he doesn't show up like an asshole. Of course, because it's Malcolm. Um, and it's like, God forbid you don't do your homework one time, Malcolm, you know? Oh, well, I mean, if you're doing homework, that's one thing, but he could have called. Yeah. She probably would have made him come home anyway. Probably. <laughs> uh, she's pretty crazy in this episode. <laughs> um, and then like, this is one that jumps back and forth a lot. Um, we cut to Hal and Dewey who are on the road singing tunes. Uh, they arrive at the dump, but then find out that the couch fell off at some point. Right. We cut to Francis and Eric, who are out at a diner uh, on a little double date action, uh, except that Eric State's younger sister is Francis's date, who's 12. Yeah. Oh, God. Um... It kind of <laughs> just seems like Eric, in order to go out with the older girl, she probably gave him, like, an ultimatum. Yeah. You need to bring someone to hang out with my sister. Exactly. Which is yeah. weird. Very and she's weird. 12. Very, very weird. She's 12. They're in Oklahoma, though, so keep that in mind. Oh, I um, thought they were in Alabama. Alabama. Well, <laughs> Which, <you know. laughs> I just, I just, mad mouth two states. I only met one. Um, yeah, I mean, Eric even says, like, you owe me. And they cut to, like, they don't even need the montage, but, like, you know, like, he owes him. Oh, yes. yeah. Um, because a lot of the stuff they show like wasn't even from episodes. It was just like random shit. Yeah, the uh, flash, the some of the flashbacks include Francis is getting into a fight with very big, scary men at the bar. There's punishments at school. They got arrested. So Francis most definitely owes Eric. Jesus, uh, yeah. And back home, the family's having ice cream, uh, except for Malcolm. Not Malcolm. Now, how answers a knock at the door, and it's it's the army, the national guard. Somebody serious, right? Uh, right. I like, I put down police, but I guess you're right. It probably was the national guard. And uh, right away, they think Reese did something. And <laughs> it turns out that the family needs to evacuate immediately uh, due to a toxic chemical spill. Yes, someone left a couch on the railroad tracks, and the train hit it and derailed. And Hal realizes, is this my couch? Is this my fault? Probably. <laughs> Do trains carry uh, toxic chemicals? I, I, don't, I, don't, know. I don't know. I. <laughs> how else do toxic chemicals get across the country? Transported. They have to be somehow, right? Can tr I'm going to Google it. Can trains <laughs> transport toxic chemicals? Because, like, I, I don't know, I don't, I'm not a train oh, expert. Oh, listen to this. Many hazardous chemicals oh. are transported over long distances by rail. Oh, okay. During which they are Fair particularly enough. vulnerable. That's what I would think, yeah. Wow. You have, like, all the coal and the steam and the heat, like, if there's chemicals in the train or, like, in a, somewhere, yeah. Wow. Cool. That's crazy. Okay. That's 2021. Yeah. Well, no, I'm sorry. This was filmed in, what, 2020? Or 20, 2000? Wow. 2001. <laughs> I'm just all, I'm in a multiverse, sorry. <laughs> 2001. 2001. But still. Still, yeah, it's pretty wild. Uh, but so, so the, I guess the, go ahead. No, no, just the family has to evacuate because of this toxic chemical spill. Yeah, they gotta go to the gym. Which is also, I feel like, kind of a trope in TV and movies where, like, 
a natural disaster or something happens and then they go to the gym. They They've always go to a school. Like a school gym. Always. You know? I, I guess because it's probably the cost. biggest. Where else could you go? Right. That's what I was that too. That's the logic to it. Yeah, you need like a big area with all, where you could fit a lot of people. And they have to have like there's cots oh. and everything for people to sleep on. And they if they're at a school, they could probably use the cafeteria to feed people. Right. So it and Hal tries sense. to like downplay it too. And he's just like, you know, the kids have been exposed to numerous chemicals over the years. Dewey's <laughs> <laughs> like, I can smell colors. <laughs> and he, he's talking to like a one of the army guys did you recognize who it was he's um well he was like he says he's just a high school senior like in the rotc no wait who was it oh the the actor he goes on to play uh i carly's big brother oh which leaves me to believe that i carly and malcolm are in the same universe oh probably think about it stick with me on this are you familiar (laughs) with i carly I, you know what, I haven't watched it in such a long time, but I, I used to watch it sometimes, yes. Okay, so you remember, like, Spencer, the brother, he was, like, wacky and zany, and he was, like, really goofy, right? Yeah, yeah. That's not the personality of somebody who was in the army or in the, or whatever. Well, this is just the high school, like, ROTC. Exactly. So my theory is he gets freaked out here by Hal, because he's like, I'm, I'm just a high school senior. <laughs> like, come on, dude. And this sets him out on another path. And he becomes the Spencer that we know in iCarly. So. You know what? I'll give it to you. That's not bad. That's not oh my bad. god! That's I can't believe I didn't realize that was him. He looks he looks the same. But and there's different. a reboot. A they they reboot. I guess they made new seasons of it. Right now. Recently, yeah. That's the latest reunion, which I hear it's pretty good. You know, it's funny too. Before I was thinking about us recording earlier, and I was like, we haven't really had like a guest, like a, a famous person lately. Yeah. But yes, we have Spencer from iCarly. Spencer, <laughs> <laughs> too good. Um, but yeah, that was a kind of a cool thing. Um, let's get back to it, though. Okay, so we're back at bed. Ba- excuse me, back at date night. Uh, Eric and his gal are necking. And the 12-year-old is doing some homework. I don't know. Well, it's all very, like, it's so, like, old school that, like, they're at a diner, drinking milkshakes, like... Making out in public. Yeah. Like, nobody does that anymore. (laughs) Right? Uh, Let's see. Cut back to the gym, and Reese is taking all the Dixie Cups for himself, so he's building himself a future. Which is pretty relevant to today, I would say, of people, like, hoarding supplies yeah supply yeah Um, so pretty pretty relevant i thought malcolm's still grounded Um, Uh, even in an evacuation he's off the hook (laughs) right (laughs) lois is like relentless (laughs) she's funny in this episode uh how keeps pestering spencer the army kid uh, he's like useless he wants to contribute racked with guilt yeah he's like this is my (laughs) fault it was my couch like so he's trying to just make it better but it's how so of course no of course not uh dewey's wander off like making a new family like he usually does of course like tells these people his parents died they were killed by the cloud so they give him chocolate yep we jump to the diner um francis comes back from the bathroom and it turns out eric and his date left um he says they should leave but the 12 year old insists on staying 
Right. So, so kind he. Of like a, a bonding moment. Yeah, he orders her food because she's just crying and, he, uh, and getting upset. He tells her straight up, like, your sister treats you like shit. Yeah. <laughs> Dewey is being consoled by strangers over his parents' fake death. Uh, I really, I thought this scene was funny with the news, the news anchor when they're interviewing Lois. <laughs> they want to like, talk to Malcolm. Like, nice and rational and sympathetic. And then it cuts to Malcolm, and she's like, "No, he can't talk. He's grounded." <laughs> <laughs> and the whole time, there's like a news, like news camera filter over the camera. It's really funny. That was a good scene. Let's see. While this is all going on, Reese is reaping the rewards of all, owning all the Dixie Cups. Well, he's bartering with people. Yep. Hal fixes a wobbly cot. You know, he said he feels guilty. He's pretty paranoid that he's going to get caught. Yeah, but the uh, family that he's helping, they're not really feeling it. They kind of think he's weird. Yeah. Because Hal is kind of like overstepping. Like, calm down, bro. Like. And that's he's... when he runs into the, the parents that Dewey uh, originally lied to. And he hears the story about a boy who lost his parents and it like affects Hal greatly. <laughs> and he starts going around collecting money for this this child. Right. Now it's his own. Um, let's see. They're back at the diner, Francis. I don't even know what this little sister's name is, um, but him and her are just, you know, getting along, finding common ground. We learned that like Francis kind of has like a sensitive side, I guess. Yeah, apparently the boys at school have been calling him Poodlehead. Okay. He keeps um, a dream journal. He keeps a dream journal. He seems like he's very vulnerable. For sure. Yeah. I see. I feel like the roles are reversed. Like this is something Francis would do to Eric. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Reese expands his black market operations with batteries and toilet paper. Yep. Says like miserable and suffering brings out the best in him. Yep. Um, we get a little bit of a throwback because he asks Dabney if he brought his Palm Pilot with him. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited when the Krell boys, it was uh, Lloyd and Dabney are there, which I guess makes sense because if they all live, like, they go to the same school. Right, exactly, yeah. But they're, they show them real quick. They love it, though. They're, like, so happy to be in the gym without being harassed. Yeah, they say, we get to hang out in the gym without worrying about dodgeball or getting pantsed. It's a dream come true. <laughs> yeah, living in the school is a dream come true. And then they... Um, um, they even swipe the keys to the girls' bathroom. Yes, um, they're going to stand wow. where girls are naked, or so I'm told. <laughs> so they've been told. <laughs> <laughs> That's a key. key. Uh, uh, but Lois stops it all and makes an announcement to the entire gym that no one is to talk to Malcolm. Right, he's grounded. Uh, that's rough. Oof. Man, and then it sounds like it's the first time in 10 years a punishment is actually sticking. Uh, right. Uh, Hal's still raising money about the kid he heard about. The Toxic Orphan Fund. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it, if it happened already. I might. I wrote it down, though, but there's a scene at the diner where, like, in the background on the TV is a picture of Dewey, and it says Toxic oh, Orphan Really? Oh my god, yeah. I totally missed that. That's such a good Easter egg. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yeah, his face, a toxic orphan. Like. And of course, like, Francis would not even realize his family is dealing with this because he's so self-involved. Right, yeah. Um, everything kind of just continues. Hal keeps guilt-tripping people into donating money. Um, Malcolm is kind of being messed with, with some kid because he knows he can't leave the cot. Right, and but like, Reese is, like, making bank. He's moved up to blankets. 
Like Red's smart though. Like he's getting what he needs, and he's he's it's unbelievably evil. Yeah, it is evil. <laughs> it's... But and it is reminiscent of like twenty twenty, but like where people would sell like Clorox wipes. Sure. And, like you know, even Malcolm says though, like it's it's pretty like you know he he had to put this plan together. So yeah. Um, but so Lois and Malcolm are arguing because Lois orders him to get back on the cot and Malcolm says no and I wrote this down the only reason I'm being punished like this is because I agreed to be punished like this and I'm not going to agree anymore which I thought was really good yep and Lois is just like this isn't what this is about like it's not about like you agreeing with me right and Malcolm kind of says, like, what are you going to do, spank me? What do you think, Malcolm? <laughs> it's Lois. Yep. And uh, she uh, she grabs him, and you think he's going to get freaking spanked, but she just taps him. Right. It's like the tiniest little tap that nobody could accuse her of being, right, exactly. you know, of abusing her kids. Which, you know, but it people works, have their... He's, he's, like, consumed with fear. Yeah. Especially because they're in front of everybody. How know, embarrassing is that? Yeah, I don't. Uh, it's I don't, like it's Malcolm, like trauma. Like, it's like childhood I don't, I don't trauma. Know, I don't want to get into like conversation about like you know whether kids should be spanked or not. No, like, yeah. I think we have. I think we can agree though. Like, is Malcolm just too old for that? Like, I. It's a little weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's geez. a little weird. Yeah, this whole episode is. Uh, so, let's see. Uh, Hal, he's managed to raise $560, but to him, that's not enough. Uh, that's when Dewey comes up to him revealing that Hal is his dad, and the crowd just loses it. Yeah, they're pissed. Um, Reese is getting busted for his black market activities. Uh, Hal forces Dewey to apologize, but he apologizes for leaving the couch on the tracks. Sorry we of, left uh, the couch on the tracks. people. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it ends with like an angry mob chasing the family, at least for them. Um, date night's over. Eric gets snubbed. And Francis has an okay night. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, made a new friend. And the family get the rest of the family gets like like time out. They have to sit outside. That's kind of like messed up. Cruel and unusual, uh, yeah. Right. Like the point is they're supposed to be inside away from the toxic chemical spill. Why didn't they just move them to an empty classroom or something? Or something, yeah. But and then, you know, they try to get Malcolm to give him a blanket or something, but he can't leave the cot because he's crowded. Nope. Yep, he can't help them. And also, Malcolm didn't get in trouble, so he doesn't have to be outside. Yeah. What do you think? He, what, what could he have possibly done? You know. Right. So. I I just thought it was kind of weird. I think they should just at least put them in a classroom. You can't just have the people outside. What if it was like a hurricane or something? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Things were different. In the early 2000s. But it was an okay episode. It wasn't great. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't terrible. It was okay. Just kind of some, like, weird plot lines going on, that's all. It was okay. I, I mean... What, I guess that's what makes it funny, is that Francis was going out with a 12-year-old, but... That's a little weird. Isn't he, like, 18? It's a little weird, too. I would think so, yeah. Yeah. Then again, I don't know. Like if Francis turned eighteen, he would just like emancipate himself from his parents. And... Probably. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, he's seventeen at least, right? Sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, I guess if he was eighteen, he could technically 
Couldn't he sign himself out of school? Right. And I feel like that's something he would do, so. Right. Who knows? Well, all in all, I liked the idea of the episode. Yeah. A lot of interesting things going on. Um, We learned something new about trains carrying toxic chemicals. Indeed, we did. Also, the iCarly verse and the Malcolmverse are one and the same. I I mean, I'm going to have to agree with you on that. It does seem legit. A lot of uh, breaking news on this podcast. This is this is a crazy episode. Episode forty. Look at look at, look at all the stuff we're breaking. Uh, any other thoughts on this one? No, it was okay. It was all right. Yeah, it jumped around a lot as usual. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, how are things on the social media side going? It's okay. Um, our my last post got a lot of likes. It was very exciting. So if you're out there and you want to check us out on Instagram, it's podcast in the middle. And then on uh, Twitter, which I don't care for Twitter, so I don't use it that much, but it's pod in the middle. We also have an email address, podcast in the middle at gmail.com. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, yeah. And next week or, ne- or two weeks from now, we're doing the season finale of season two. Wait, the season finale of season two. We got a lot of special stuff planned for it. Just wait. <laughs> it should be an exciting episode. Yes, yeah, pretty exciting. We're going to be on season three soon. We're almost at episode fifty. So appreciate you guys listening. And you know, any uh, you know any suggestions, any ideas? Please, you know, shoot us a line. Say what's up. Don't Good be shit. shy. I can't stick around much longer because I got to uh, I got to evacuate. I need to evacuate. So. Let's go. Everybody get to safety. We'll see you in two weeks. See you in two weeks. Angela and Anthony. Maybe Linwood Boomer too. We love Brian Cranston. As I'm sure you do too. Angela and Anthony. Sorry for the shitty twiddle. We love Brian Cranston. Podcast in the middle.